Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. Um, I want to first apologize for missing a release date, but things have been insanely busy today, or not today, lately. Um, but that just means that I have lots to talk about with you guys. So that's exciting. Um, but today, I think I'll just catch you up on who I've been boating recently, um, whose podcast identity will be... <laughs> just fucking <laughs> Fucking Zach just came up behind me and tickled me in my no no spot. You fucking asshole. Jesus. <laughs> fucking dick. <clears throat> that was rude. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, this guy's identity on the podcast will be um, the growler, which I will uh, explain <laughs> later on. So, um,. Recently, I've lost a few good men on my roster of dudes that I sometimes cycle through due to them getting girlfriends. Apparently, there's a commitment plague going around or something. And uh, this list of uh, ex-team members includes um, Mr. Hot and Sour, a.k.a. the best sex I've ever had. I mean, I knew it couldn't last forever, especially because like when we were fucking, we really had... Nothing else to do, or sorry, when we weren't fucking, we had nothing else to talk about, and um, we can't fuck for twenty four seven because like his dick would probably fall off, and my vagina would look like like wet dog food. So that's just impractical. But yes, according to evidence gathered from Snapchat and Instagram, he has a new lover. So. Now my team consists of one dude, the Growler, which isn't even a team. It's one guy. So unless we're doing like track and field or gymnastics or some shit, um, or I guess I'm technically on my own team because like I have sex with myself all the time. But even with two, it's like like volleyball or like two man bobsled or something like all the cool sports have lots of team members. But this guy's pretty cool. Um, I find him to be really sweet and interesting, and I feel comfortable around him. So naturally, I'm like, fuck four other dudes immediately before you get feelings. So this seems to be my reaction to finding a human being I can stand being around. Self-sabotage at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Um, But anyway, so the Growler. I met him a few months back when I did a live sex talk show at a bar here in downtown Windsor. So I got asked to sit on a panel of dudes that I've never met and just talk about sex, which seems exactly like something I would be into. So I showed up to the bar a bit early to get to know everyone, and I'm sitting at the bar and someone said something funny, and I laughed like I always do, like, <laughs> like really annoying. It's quite obnoxious and a little aggressive. And this guy sitting across the bar was like, wow, okay, well, that's an interesting laugh. 
And I thought to myself, well, that was slightly rude, but I like it. So after talking about sex for three hours and how much I love giving blowies, he asked me to hang out, which is like weird, right? Must have been my smile or something. Who knows? So for some reason, every time this guy asked me to hang out, something would come up. Um, now, this could be because I prioritize, uh, prioritize, I can't even speak today, literally everything before dating. It's like, like shit, sorry, I can't come. I have a Taco Bell coupon that expires tomorrow, so I need to go out and use it tonight. I can't hang out. But thinking back, I actually had um, like legit things going on. Um, because I remember actually wanting to go on a date with this dude, which is weird because normally I just like fucking and then going home instead of actually like having to converse in a public setting. So we finally go on a date and I drank like five pints of beer, which is maybe why I had a good time or maybe he was actually cool to be around. Couldn't really remember due to the five pints of beer. I'm guessing it was probably both, but from what I recall, it was a good time. Um, we did a little smooching at the end of the night, and that was that. Like, I was a perfect gentleman. I, Chelsea Grace, went on a date, and drank lots of beer, and did not have sex with the guy. Like, I surprised myself, along with everyone else who knows me. Excuse me. So, um, however, the next couple of times we hung out, we had sex for, like, five hours each time, but, yeah. So... This dude is the chef and like a, a good chef. I mean, like I consider like Burger King staff members good chefs, but like this guy's legit and he actually enjoys cooking for me and he uses like big chef words and he chops stuff up like real nice and real fast, which like totally makes me wet for some reason. <laughs> like seriously, for our like second date, I went to his place, which uh, I, of course, was running late for because something always happens that prevents me from getting to this guy on time. So traffic was crazy because there was a bomb threat at the mall and it had to be evacuated. And like, yeah, that did slow me down a little bit. But why I was mostly late was because I'm a fat piece of shit and I had to stop at McDonald's for fries. But I didn't want to tell him because like... He was making me homemade macaroni and cheese, which I wasn't trying to spoil by eating the fries. I just knew that we'd be drinking beer while cooking. And if I drink on an empty stomach, I get like this weird acid reflux sound in my throat, which sounds like it's like I'm gagging on like a thousand juicy dicks when like clearly I'm not. And I didn't want to gross him out. And also like I didn't want him knowing that I'm a fat piece of shit. Because he'd probably be like, yeah, but you're a beautiful uh, fat piece of shit. Like, and you're, you're fat in all the right places because he's like super smooth like that. Um, but when I eventually did get there, he starts talking to me about like different kinds of cheese and way to cut stuff. And I have no idea why but I'm getting like so turned on by this. And then he goes over to the counter and he chops like an onion in like five seconds. And the, like all of a sudden my panties just feel like when you're going through a car wash with your window down like it's just super wet so i'm all horny and i'm not sure if it's the guy or the food or both who knows but he's all like do you mind if i lick the spoon i'm using to stir the macaroni and i'm like well i'm assuming my tongue will be in your mouth at some point tonight so go ahead <laughs> um i was like 
super excited, but uh, a little nervous because the night before I was hanging out with one of the Growler's friends. Excuse me. And he tells me that um, the Growler's dick is like humongous, like girthy and long. And it's super hard to find one of these qualities, let alone both in the same dick. So now I'm worried for two reasons. Like one, what if it's actually not that big and now I have high hopes for this dick and it lets me down and I can't trust anyone ever again? And two, what if it actually is as big as his friend says and it fucking destroys me like putting fucking tinfoil in a microwave or what if my vagina looks like the ear of a man who like used to wear spacers but like now he works at his dad's law firm so he has to take them out and like I love my vagina like she's tight as fuck and I know they're meant to snap back to the original size but I'm sorry like I once had one of those grow a boyfriend things made from like some sort of sponge and uh, when you put it in water, it grows to like four times his original size. And the box... <laughs> Fucking Zach! He's mooning me as asshole! <laughs> I can't get through this podcast. This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Go. Get. He's going to get me Burger King. Fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah what was i saying so i had to just grow a boyfriend thing and it promises that when you take him out of the water it'll shrink back down to his original size but he never does it never quite goes back to normal and i just feel like that's gonna be my vagina but when i eventually did see his dick in real life like i was like wow it's like when you're at a wedding ceremony and you watch for the groom's reaction to the bride like that was my face it was beautiful and i'm just thinking like this is mine for now this is for me like i almost wanted to taxidermy it and just hang it above my fireplace because i'm actually quite proud of myself for for slaying that like it's girthy it's long there's a good shape doesn't look wrinkly like a burnt hot dog or anything like it's a bit on the heavy side too so i'm pretty sure my arms are getting some sort of workout when i lift it up but um yeah he feeds me uh homemade uh, macaroni and cheese which was fucking delicious and then he put on a fashion show of all his cowboy shirts which was adorable and he even let me undo one with my fingers, which is very interactive. I always love audience participation. <laughs> and then um, then we started getting frisky on the couch, and he starts making a noise like this. Like... And at first, <laughs> I didn't know if I should like get in fetal position and pray he doesn't steal my picnic or if I should just continue fucking him. And I was like, well, this is new. Like, never heard someone growl at me. And then his growling noises sort of grew on me and now I find it like super hot. So yeah, he picks me up and carries me to his bedroom all like sexy Viking-like and I'm all like, yeah, woo. And then he smacks my head off the door frame. 
which maybe a normal person would be mad about, but I was pretty stoked because I thought that was only something that happened in like the movies and that anyone like that's any well that's what anyone really wants right like a movie moment and it was like super cute um yeah i fucking felt like audrey hepburn only like without the classic beauty and the poise and the class and all that stuff so like nothing like audrey hepburn but it was still hilarious very funny um so he was all like yeah like i'm gonna go down on you and then I tell my famous line, like, oh, my God, no, like, I can't come for oral. And I'm not sure why I say this to guys. I mean, yeah, it is hard to make me, but I could totally do it. And I think I just tell this to guys because they see it as a challenge. And then it, like, ensures that they do a good job down there without wasting your time. So sure enough, he, like, travels down to the old watering hole and, like, slurps away, which he does a fucking fantastic job on like really the enthusiasm is phenomenal and he really gets gets in there with his face like an almost like dead on visual example that i was thinking of earlier today would be uh, that scene in the movie it takes two where she tries a sloppy joe for the first time and she's like a bit hesitant at first and then she takes like a little nibble and then she just fucking face dives into the thing like go look up on youtube um it takes to sloppy joe's scene and that's what his oral reminds me of um so the growler is like the most aggressive finger banger i've ever experienced like you know when some people are eating a bag of chips at the movies or during some sort of presentation or a funeral or something and you have to be really quiet so you just like carefully slowly stick your hand in the bag and like so gingerly as to not make noise pull out a chip well that's the kind of fingering like i'm accustomed to so far but this guy is like attracting all the seagulls to the beach with his chip bag because he fucking like like gives it like getting those chips like come to find out from his friend he was digging a tunnel which um i'm just gonna assume that means he's trying to like open me up a bit in order to pave the way for his like massive dong it's like when you're a child and there's like a snow bank and your dad walks through it first so you just have to follow in his like footsteps right easier so like i said i'm not used to this so the next day i felt like i had spent like the entire last night like winning the tour de france because i could barely walk and my junk was swollen like it was like a butter croissant just about to come out of the oven and when i peed it like felt super weird like i was giving birth to like a medium-sized rock or something but a smooth rock though like one you might find on the beach on vacation and bring it home, like maybe make a pet rock out of it or something. But yeah, he did me in good. Um, but he was really sweet about it because he pressed like um, an ice cold beer up against my cooter, which was not only soothing, but probably like medically necessary at that point. Um, then on Valentine's Day, um, which by the way, I spent with my best friend at Taco Bell. We brought like a tablecloth and fucking wine glasses and everything. It was super cute. Um, yeah, on Valentine's Day, the growler sent me a nude with a box of taco shells covering his dick. And I'm like, 
okay, sir. Like, I get it. You're perfect. And then he tells me he's going to cook tacos for me the next time I come over. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, you don't have to cook for me for me to sleep with you. Like, I'm going to do it anyway. But, like, I wouldn't dare say that because his food's fucking delicious. So I picked up some shitty Mexican beer and I find, uh, found these little tiny ponchos to put over your beer bottle. And I bought uh, some little sombreros because I thought it was funny and cute. So I brought those over and um, uh, <laughs> a couple days later he had, <laughs> he had sent me a dick pic and his dick was wearing the little beer poncho and had like the little sombrero on top of his head. So, or on his like penis head, which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah, so, um, <laughs> so taco, taco night. They weren't just regular tacos. Like he fucking pulls out like two hunks of pork and it could have been a pork chop. I don't know how to decipher my hunks of pork, but it was marinating in like what I'm assuming was the sex juices of a virgin, like finally succumbing to temptation because like this was delicious, whatever the fuck it was. And he made a uh, fresh pico de gallo and like avocado salsa and he even fucking heated up the corn chips and there was just so much deliciousness happening and so much chopping happening and I got really sweaty and I felt like constricted in my own pants because like A, all of the food and chopping was like, yeah, and because I think I had a bit of a fever, did not feeling great and C, I'm just too fat for my fucking pants. So I took them off and I dined in my underwear. So like after dinner, I'm like, dude, like at least let me clean up. I mean, like he bought the food, he cooked the food so I could at least fucking do the dishes, right? So I go over to the sink and I literally like filled the sink and cleaned maybe one dish. And then he comes up behind me and his hands are like down my pants and he's kissing me on the neck. So like... I didn't even have to fucking do the dishes. So I'm feeling pretty spoiled right about now. Um, so now I'm starting to think like, like this dude's pretty all right. So we were naked on the couch and I'm straddling him and like we're making out when somehow we get on the topic of belly button lint and I asked him to pull up Google images of belly button lint and the voice inside of me was like, Chelsea, like, please just stop. But for some reason, I just really wanted to see pictures of belly button lint so he's like reading about how it like gets in your belly button while I'm making out with his neck it was very weird but kind of cute and then I went into the bathroom to go pee and my glasses fell in the toilet so I'm pretty grateful that he has um you know been putting up with me thus far so out of respect I decided to tell him that I lied about the not being able to come from oral thing um, which he didn't seem too upset about so that's okay. And then he told me that I had actually, last time I was there, squirted in his face. And I've been trying to make myself squirt for like months and months and months and months. And it fucking happens. And I'm, I don't even know about it. I didn't even feel it. And he said it like hit him in the chin. And I felt like a fucking shitty, like, deadbeat mom who forgot her daughter's first dance recital or something like I wasn't there for the squirting and I felt so sad and I'm like well like how did you do it like how did 
this even happen? So then he did this like super hot thing where he's all like, well, first you do this and then you do this. But he's actually doing it while explaining it. And he's like looking in my eyes. And you know how weirded out I get with eye contact, but it was like super hot. And I was all about it. And then like I finished. And for me finishing, he got super hard, which was like super cool that like my satisfaction turns him on. So not only is he like awesome in the kitchen he's awesome at sexy time too and another fun fact was the whole time he was going down on me i was holding my beer and i didn't spill it once not once and i managed to crush it with my with my hand during orgasm so now he keeps it as a souvenir which i thought was very nice so yeah we boned for our usual five hours and at one point i decided i wanted him to spank me till i cried which was like really cool. The next day I had a bit of a bruise on my ass, but you know, it's kind of like show and tell. I would show everybody at work, be like, guess how I got this? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. But after that, he gave me like a nice ice cube massage um, all down my body. But when I got to my pussy, it like melted instantly because it was on fucking fire. Like someone give this guy a Boy Scout badge because he created some sort of fire in my vagina which is cool and then um oh yeah then he went down on me and he was I was like oh why don't you tell me a story so he was telling him a, uh, me a story while going down on me so it was literally like well one time I was like this and I was like damn like this is hot like Mr. Rogers never told a story like this before and then um, so he lives in a basement and his landlords, uh, live above him. And I guess we were too loud one night and he got a message from them saying they needed to talk and they told us to try and keep it down. And I was really embarrassed. So I made like a really shitty gift basket filled with like dollar store candy and wine and earplugs. And I totally left it on his landlord's doorstep in order to apologize for my super loud coitus, which I thought was, like, really generous of me. And still to this day, I have no idea if they got it and what they thought about it. But, yeah, that's what I've been up to as far as boning. Um, <laughs> uh, so, if the, yeah, if the Growler's landlords are listening, I would like to, uh, again, sincerely apologize. But stuff like this happens to me all the time, so I'm assuming... We'll be having more awkward encounters. But anyway, as always, um, I'm Chelsea Grace, making you feel better about yourself one Chelsea Grace Power Man at a time. And I will see you next time. Bye. The party was nice, the party was bumping. Hey, yeah. And everybody had-